Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I missed you. Did you miss me? Probably not, but I'm your host, Austin Alvarez. Welcome back to the Bizarre Junkies podcast. I'm so happy you could join us today. I am joined by my lovely uh, partner in crime over here, Mr. George Carmona, host of the Gridiron Junkies podcast. You look red as fuck, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, the red lights from your set are like bouncing off and, you know, <laughs> see the red in the back there, people? Look at look at me. But no, I went to California this weekend. I am very tan. So You came in looking like a rotisserie chicken. Mmm. Like a goddamn snack, my boy. That look, that's, <laughs> tell me those rotisserie chickens at uh, Walmart don't be looking like the greatest. Hey, you know which ones are really good? Are the ones at Smith's. Ooh. You get that in like five bucks. Sometimes you can get a special. It's like two for eight. Yeah, no, I just need one whole chicken to my... And then Canes is going to upcharge me on a Caniac combo. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, but how much do you like Canes, though? I mean, Canes, although I just kind of shit on their prices, I mean, it's... It's some of the best fried chicken out there. and uh, You would say not dry. No, definitely not dry. And they're franchising all over the world. So, you know, they're doing something right. You yeah, know what what would you say to people who think they are dry chicken? If you think that's dry chicken, I need you to go to a different Cane's. Because that Cane's... Maybe lacking the employee support, but I'm telling you that was not Kane standard, and they were not happy uh, with that review uh, that they do have dry chicken. But they're they're better than that, you know. They know they are. What a way to start this show, man! I mean, that's electric. That, that's electric. But you know what else is electric? Lobotomies, which is our topic for today. Jesus, what a way to get into it! You know what reminds me of lobotomies? Canes, maybe in that iced tea. Actually, I've never had it. They're lemonade, though. Sweet tea. Their lemonade's really good, though. Yeah, I've never really eaten anything that's made me feel like I'm getting a lobotomy. A lobotomy, but you know what's funny is like it's like a it's like a aesthetic now. Oh, give me a lobotomy. Like I don't think you want that. I don't think you understand like how fucked it is. That's like a drink at the bar that would cost like forty two dollars and that would fucking ruin your night you know? <laughs> you'd wake up in the morning and they were like mm, yeah your car got repossessed and you said you didn't want to live here anymore so we evicted you I'm just like oh my gosh i got roofied in las vegas no 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 you asked for the lobotomy that's it what it is is they just give you sprite and then they smack you upside the head until you're unconscious take a shot <laughs> blow a whistle <laughs> yeah like in mexico <laughs> George, before we get into this, what do you know about lobotomies? I'm just curious what you... American Horror Story taught me what lobotomies were. It okay. was the like second or third season um, in which they performed a lobotomy in one of the episodes. And it really freaked me out. I mean, it's still one of the scenes that I've seen in uh, like horror-type shows that sticks out um, as one of the scarier ones because... To me, it's like those medical advancements had to have happened on some people, and this is just like... A, oh, it happened on a lot of fucking people. A lot? It happened on a lot of them. I just... At what point do we know that this doesn't work? It's still not illegal. Well, let's go into it. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's pretty, that's all I know. I know they go in through the... Behind the eye, right? They go through your eye? Sometimes. If not, just into your brain? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. The, the, we'll Sometimes get into they it. go into the urethra. It's, if you're yeah. sticking anything into a hole. <laughs> they get a catheter all the way up if, there. If you get anything with a hole, like your belly button, you can get, uh, get lobotomy. lobotomized. 
I got that navel lobotomy. <laughs> For real, bro. <laughs> it's a new fad. All right, let's get into this. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cue music here. Uh, so lobotomies also, they, they can become known as lobotomy or leucotomy, was a surgical procedure that involved cutting or scraping the connections between the prefrontal cortex of the brain and other parts of the brain. It was developed in the early 20th century as a treatment for various mental illnesses and behavioral disorders, but it has since been widely discredited and is considered a highly controversial and inhumane practice. Here are some of the details about the horrors of lobotomies. So let's first get into the historical context. Lobotomy gained popularity in the 1930s and 1940s as a supposed treatment for a range of mental disorders, including schizophrenia, depression, anxiety, and even homosexuality, George. Yeah, no, that's what they did in America. Oh, was it, was it was for, for liking... Said you, goddamn queer sexual, we're going to lobotomize you. And that's it probably didn't work, right? Um, of course not. Yeah, of course not. Uh, it was developed by Portuguese neurologist Igas Mons and later refined by American neurologist Walter Freeman. So Walter Freeman is the guy who, like, did, like, 99% of them. Like Walter. He, yeah, he did a fuck ton of them. Wasn't a cool guy either. Like, I, I, he was just, like, dry. Well, I mean, <laughs> he also, to be fair, he was doing these surgeries, was not a surgeon. How he was a psychologist. He was a psychologist. He had a surgeon helping him. But towards the end, he would just start doing them without the surgeon. He's like, I got, I got this. That's pretty bad. And he had though. like a, like a helmet he'd put on and it would, it would electrocute you. And he had it set to a frequency. Like it would knock you out. Oh, and then he would do it. He wouldn't use anesthesia. Electrocute you? Yeah. And like enough to where you would like go unconscious. Oh, that he wasn't electrocuting you through the lobotomy. No, 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 no. This is how he could do the lobotomy. Wait. <laughs> yeah, at least he had some decorum. Well, you know? at first, like when he had, so well, this is when he didn't have the surgeon anymore. When he had the surgeon, they would do anesthesia, you know, like a normal surgery. But then he was like, I just put this on your brain and I turned the dials in it. And like he didn't even do the math. He was like, I think it's like right around here. And just fried him. Well, they would get knocked unconscious. Then he would do the lobotomy. Go into what a lobotomy does. So, all right. So here's I'm, the. I still don't get. So I mean, I know it was to cure things, but supposedly. So here's the procedure. Okay, there were two main techniques for, for performing lobotomies: the prefrontal lobotomy and the transorbital lobotomy. Uh, I'm going to go into a little bit on each. So the in the prefrontal lobotomy, a surgical instrument was inserted through holes drilled into the skull, and the connections between the prefrontal cortex and the other parts of the brain were severed. This method involved drilling holes into the skull to access the frontal lobes of the brain. A surgical instrument, like a spatula, would be inserted through the holes to sever or disconnect neural pathways in the prefrontal cortex. This procedure was often performed bilaterally, meaning both sides of the brain were affected. So they were just like, get, get both sides. Yeah, no, I mean, if you fucked up one end, yeah, may so, as well. <laughs> Then there was the transorbital lobotomy, which involved using an instrument resembling an ice pick, which was inserted through the eye socket to reach the frontal lobes. That's one I saw. Yeah, that's like what he would do more more often than not. So uh, this was also known as the ice pick lobotomy. This procedure was less invasive but more barbaric. A thin instrument resembling an ice pick was inserted through the eye socket, reaching the frontal lobes. The instrument was then hammered into the brain using a mallet with the aim of disrupting neural connections. My God, haven't we come far, people? Let me see if I can replicate the noise here. What? It, what's, what's it? Oh, I mean, just right into your fucking eye socket. I would be like, 
Well, there was there was one lady uh, that he because he would he got so bold with this he started doing them publicly, like for like fifty people, and he That's he damn near gnarly. killed a woman. Like she started hemorrhaging, and then he like got out like a like a like a squirt bottle and just like sprayed out all the hemorrhage and she was like, <gasps> and he was like, "Say, I told you I could save her." Wait, hemorrhaging? She was hemorrhaging blood, and he... Yeah, he just basically, like, took, like, a squeegee bottle and just kept squirting it in there to flush it out. And then he flushed it out, and she lived. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> they lived for, like, two days. Yeah. I love these stories. Like, they lived. Like, they lived they a life and, and, of shit yeah, yeah, for yeah. the remainder of their days. So, let's get into how there was a lack of scientific basis, because one of the major issues with lobotomy was its lack of scientific validation. The procedure was based on the erroneous belief that mental illnesses were caused by overly active or dysfunctional neural pathways that could be corrected by disrupting these pathways. However, this theory had little scientific evidence to support it. The, he was just like, I think this is what it is. And they're like, okay. I mean, yeah, that's how that's science back in what was it? The 30s the and 40s. 1930s? Yeah, 1930s and 1940s. So during World War II, like they were actively doing this. No, this is this is just bananas. The fact that we are literally defeating AIDS, you know, like well, the AIDS was like the eighties. You know? But I mean, hey, we were fucking thinking. Like, I wonder what the cure for AIDS would have been in the thirties. You <laughs> just know, shot you. Just fucking let's tap a a mallet in your penis. Bing, 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 oh, bing, 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 we bing. can't mallet out the penis. <laughs> Uh, I listened to a podcast series on this from uh, who else last podcast and uh, they were talking about like how he'd just be like they'd be like hi how are you he's like I'm doing good actually let me think 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 ah you should be better now there's no way and they were he didn't really do that but there was like there was like a skit they did they're like wow I am better now thank you doctor no dude it's so (laughs) yeah it's it's fucked it's completely fucked all right Uh, so let's get into some of the adverse effects Lobotomy had severe and often permanent side effects. Patients who underwent lobotomy often experienced a range of cognitive impairments, including memory loss, decreased intelligence, reduced emotional responsiveness, and personality changes. Some patients became childlike or apathetic, while others displayed violent or unpredictable behavior. Uh, it mostly just led to them masturbating frequently in public. Like, just what else were they going to do? There's no way. No, yeah. for real. Yeah. I mean,. Do you blame him? Like, so there that's was, just what so the nurses, you do when you're fucked up. The nurses that he had had to figure out how to, like, calm these raging hormone toddlers, basically. Mm. So that he'd be like, I want to kiss with the nurse. And the nurse would have to be like, oh, that's okay. And they would, like, hug him and then lay him back in bed and then strap him in. Holy shit. Yeah. And they would just, they would fuck the nurse. No, they wouldn't. They would want to. But oh, nurses, I thought you said no, these no, no. guys are like, oh, Mr. thank you for giving me the... You no, know, no, no, like, no. The nurses would be like... Because they didn't know how to do anything. And so the nurse would be like, oh, okay, I love you too. Give you them said like that little, they're horny though, so... Yeah. So they would just masturbate frequently. And they probably had fat Jimmy Wangs. Well, they were grown adults, so... Do you, well, even the women would <laughs> masturbate too. That would yes. Be, that'd be whack. Yeah, they probably did. just some fucking, I mean, 30s bush. Ugh. Yeah, so they also suffered from concentration or uh, effective reasoning, like, deficiencies. Yeah. I mean, everything that you're about to state that's happened to these people, I'm just like, I'm surprised you're alive. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you... Some of them, there was a couple that lived, like, another 10 years. 
Wow. And they were like, wow, I've been addiction free. You've also been inhibition free. Yeah, no, I mean. <laughs> uh, so some of the unpredictable outcomes were lobotomies had highly unpredictable outcomes, as, as we just said. While some patients showed temporary improvement in their symptoms, many did not experience any benefit. And some even experienced worsened symptoms or new complications. Some of them just died. Yeah. Like they would live for two days and they would just. Croak. Yep. Yeah, no, that was right up what I thought. Yeah, so uh, lobotomies were widely uh, criticized for their ethical implications. The procedure was performed without the informed consent of patients, and there was little consideration for the well-being and dignity of individuals undergoing the surgery. Some of them, they were just like, we're going to try this procedure, and it's going to help you not be schizophrenic. And I didn't know what the procedure was. Yeah. And then they're like, yo, you want to see something cool? They're like, what? And they hold up like a chunk of their brain, and they were like, food? (laughs) Put it as a... (laughs) little <laughs> sprinkle it on top of your ice cream <laughs> some brain matter like on a cheese grater nope. uh so uh many patients were subjected to lobotomy against their will and even those who consented often did so under immense pressure from family members or medical professionals sometimes these fam like families would be like I, like they were advertised like your wife acting up get her a lobotomy yeah I mean, and they were like Honey, if you don't relax, I'm going to send you into the lobotomy, doctor. Literally, Linda, you've been driving me bananas for the past You haven't days. given me my cell phone back. You literally are not making dinner before 7 o'clock. I'm going to go find another floozy down the street to replace you, unless you lobotomize yourself. <laughs> literally, like, they would, they would, it'd be like, oh, is your kid acting up? They just need a lobotomy. And reality, your wife was fucking the other neighbor's wife, and then they end up both getting lobotomies. It's kind of weird. It's like a witchy trend, you know what I mean? Like witches, uh, you know, now are accepted and Target makes shirts about them. But you know, back in the day, like you got lobotomized, know, you got lobotomized or burned. You know, put <laughs> that on, farther. Put that on a t-shirt, Target. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Maybe we should make merch. It's like free lobotomies. <laughs> Bizarre joke. He's free lobotomies. Spencer's Spencer. Hot topic. Uh, as more effective treatments for mental illnesses, such as psychotherapy and medication, emerged, the use of lobotomy began to decline. Wow. I wonder why the fuck that is. We figured out how to actively treat these things. They're like, maybe that wasn't working. No, I mean, I would imagine it had to have been after like the 1950s because i remember hearing uh, was it on this show about the the people that they did oh yeah yeah yeah. it was one of the videos we watched about the test that they would run yeah the japanese japanese people or the japanese people yeah but that was that was in the height of world war ii correct but i mean the timelines are somewhat like lined yeah i think he was i think he was still doing them until the 60s wow yeah i think he was doing them for a while crazy man yeah it's it's absolutely insane how long well if it's until the 60s it lines up perfectly when uh with a lot of special ed regulations with jfk's kids (laughs) no dead ass okay nobody cared about special ed kids until john f kennedy's niece had uh autism or something along those lines and uh then a whole bunch of reforms got put in to uh United States they were government. Like, we used to just give them lobotomies. Literally. They're like, and JFK was like, lobotomy. Well, he did get lobotomized. Human rights. I don't know. He did get lobotomized. He, he got, got the aggressive lobotomy. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean that's you did mention lobotomy number one has something to do with drilling holes. So uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't mean just brute force ripping your skull, <laughs> your your brain out of your skull. Yeah, he had the drill on a on a twenty. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, if, yeah. You know, if you drill, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so the introduction of antipsychotic medications in the 1950s further discredited the practice, as these medications provided more targeted and less invasive alternatives. So let's go before we before we wrap up about lobotomies. Let's go a little bit more into the effects on patients. So we did discuss cognitive impairments. Many lobotomy patients experienced significant uh, significant cognitive impairments such as memory loss, decreased intellectual functioning, and an inability to concentrate or reason effectively. Like we said, emotional blunting. Patients often displayed a lack of emotional responsiveness, leading to flattened effect and diminished ability to experience joy, sadness, or empathy. Oftentimes, these people would just be kind of there. Yeah. And you'd be like, hey, you should probably go to work. And they're like, yeah, I should go to work. And then they go to work. Yeah. No. Like they, they had they had zero. It was like it was like if you played the Sims and you turn free will off. They just kind of stand there. Mm-hmm. And it's just a Jabadoo. It's a it's a way of controlling, you know, what at, at the time, bro, like when you really think about it, and this is just it's crazy we've come this far in a hundred years. That was looked at as a positive thing to do for those people. Because when you do see people uh, who, you know... Well, yeah, you had somebody who was highly schizophrenic that was super agitated, and then they just became... Numbed out. Yeah, they became numbed out. You're like, well, this is certainly better than lashing out all the time. Yeah. But But then it was literally like, okay, but they've lost all personality now. Yep. They're They're just there. Like, you're like, how's your day? Good. Yeah, that's... It's like talking to Beetlejuice. I think it's a it's, carrot. It's, well, it's... I think I'm a carrot. <laughs> um, it's, it's interesting, man. They were at least developing some sort of brain science because at its barest form, they were understanding, okay, when this part of the brain is affected, this is the, the results. Um, right. And... I think back in the day with I was that with the first lobotomies were like with people with headaches like they yeah they would into people's schools. well I mean both of them you would have headaches because they were literally ripping out chunks of your brain no 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 I'm talking about like well, yeah, they would they, have headaches people be, with migraines they because would they would legitimately into drill into your skull it, with the with the eye socket they would pull it out pull out your brain. parts of your brain it was like they took like a like a melon scoop and just pull it out that is yeah it's 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 like you get a little squeamish thinking about it like you kind of like your toes kind of curl up you're like ah yeah not in the good way (laughs) all right uh personality changes so patients personalities were often altered after lobotomy they might become apathetic socially withdrawn and indifferent to previously enjoyed activities so you could be like hey you you know you know you just had surgery want to help you feel better george let's go to a new orleans saints game yep i'd like that you wouldn't even say it. You'd be like, okay. Like, you'd be so, so withdrawn that you would just be like, okay. You know, I know not everybody in that American Horror Story season that I watched that was in the asylum uh, had lobotomies. It was done to one of the patients that was in there, and I can't imagine that it wasn't done to other patients. But a lot of them, although they were, like, really fucked up, they had some things that, like, they liked, you know? So yeah, masturbating. 
Yeah. I mean, dude, we... That, that's just like the comment. The reason why I keep bringing that up is because that was the common thing you kept hearing about. Is like they eventually would just devolve. Like, yeah, they may like speak with you, but then eventually like their brain would just become so dysfunction that it would just turn to like primal instinct or primal activities at that rate. Not even instinct. Yeah. Think about what that does dopamine wise. Like if you're a person that doesn't feel anything, that's the only time you can feel, you know? Right. You that's... get an actual physical feeling from that. And then you, yeah, it's, you look at that dopamine rush compared to what we get on our phones. And it's like, people think it's far. I think it's a lot closer than people think. Yeah. Yeah. There are times where I'm like, I have ruined my attention span. And then I'm watch. I'll watch a four minute TikTok. I'm like, no, I'm, I still got it. Yeah. No, I still okay. got it, baby. Well, yeah. I mean, there's always like it, with, a, with a swipe, there's a hope of a hit you know and right. it's it really doesn't take much out of you but you know keep watching Grid uh bizarre junkies and gridiron junkies content you know because <laughs> we don't do third hey. well we do 30 second clips but yeah as long as people watch us on healthy... tiktok and on youtube okay then that way you'll get the bigger dopamine hits all right okay watch one of our clips and then jerk off or fun like <laughs> or you know, while watching it maybe diddle the bean um the bean. to this right here that's no, about that, i mean that's about 30 percent of our audience uh, yeah yeah but um and then just compare like okay did i have a better time doing that or watching the clips and i feel like you're gonna feel close close yeah but you're gonna feel more you're gonna have more what's the word you're gonna have more fear you're gonna more comp you feel more accomplished watching us yeah yeah i mean that's failing a, to procreate correct watch bizarre junkies like with your lady, like on a on a night. And yeah, nothing you know, gets her. Actually, nothing. Leave a lo women love true crime. All right, hundred percent. Women love lobotomies. You know who talks about it all the time? My girlfriend. She's like, I want a lobotomy. I'm like, I don't think you do. I don't I, think you understand. That's how what this episode's about. It is. Yeah, I'm gonna sh I'm gonna have her watch this and be like, Are you sure? You Are you sure about that? Come on now, honey. <laughs> I'm sorry that the lights were out and then I thought it was the other one, the other hole. <laughs> lobotomy hole. Yeah, can you imagine that? Like just fucking missing and just railing your chick right in the eye? <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have incontinence and seizures where some patients develop physical issues, including incontinence, which is a loss of bladder or bowel control, and seizures as a result of the procedure. So you get people who are perfectly healthy otherwise, and then they just came out with all these issues because you're... Here's the thing. Like, we're not neurosurgeons. We're not even close to scientists or doctors, but like... I'm pretty sure it's safe to say with the lobotomy, your brain got fucked up. It would be hard to think that they didn't think that back then. Like, like, come on, bro. Like, at what point in time in our evolution, I just, sometimes I'm like, man, the simulation just played out just perfectly for both of us, Austin. It did. It, We're here it, now. It was like, oh, yeah, this is just supposed to make sense. Like, a hundred years ago, like, this is what we were doing. It's like what <laughs> if we were to go back in time okay so let's let's just say you and i go back in time right now let's do this as we are to like fucking the first world war and we tell them we're content creators yes like what do you mean you don't walk in the steel mill no no no, no. what i do is i you know back then 
we could still be content creators, but we would just like have to partner up with like the printing press guy. We'd be like, bro, let me tell you about newspaper, sir. Newspaper. We're the newspaper people. Let me tell you about dopamine hits, bro. (laughs) Just start. We just start like having like a lecture with the printing press, and he's like, "Sir, I I think you better get out of here." I'd be like, "Hey, doesn't sex with a condom just like (laughs) kind of suck?" And they're gonna be like, "Condom." What is a condom? Hey, so you know what this shape is? Yeah, it's a pill. What if it was red? What if we filled an ideology with it? What if we made you feel, you know how you, you know how you treat women this way? What if we told you like that would be lost on us in like a hundred years? What if I told you that? (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, it would, it would make them freak out. But you know, women have rights now, you know? (laughs) Like, yeah, I have women coworkers. You want? No, bro. It's, it's like the thing, like what would set like one things? ran for president. <laughs> One's a vice president. What? <laughs> they would their heads would explode. You mean first lady, right? No, 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 no. There's the there's the first lady, and then there's like I don't even know if the vice president gets a second slot. There's no such thing as a first husband. You you must be confusing. The great country of America. Imagine you go back to like the signing of the declaration and you're like, yeah, it's really cool now. Like a woman ran for president and they just like shoot themselves in the face. They're like, oh my God. They're like, we're not doing this. (laughs) Which, by the way, I think we are in a great time right now. I'm glad that things are. Diverse. No, it's it's crazy. Austin. It's it's like I don't want people to take this out of context and be like, see, no, he doesn't want that. This is guys. Listen, we are funny people, and like we obviously, like I mean, we <laughs> we know how to entertain, surely. But there's a line we draw outside of this podcast room. But it's just it's nuts. So like we're, I would say we're more so mad at society for how they once were, and how happy we are that we aren't them. But that's like, where it comes from. To be tongue in cheek, but would, would it, they would it would be very bizarre if you went back. Like if we went back to the colonial era with just an iPhone and like my Glock, we would we would rule. We would be kings. We'd be kings. I'd be like, look at this, bop, 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 bop. and they're like, you shot thunder from your hand. What is, that? <laughs> bro? What is that? What is that? That object in your hand? And I'm like, I'm gonna order pizza right now. <laughs> like, pizza. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, do you guys know which one's the best spot around here? Do you guys have like Google reviews or anything? Oh yeah. What's your Yelp score? You got whoa. You guys aren't like branding yourselves. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, bro. We have you on money, dog. Wait, you guys haven't found a way to make yourself the victim yet. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you're not creating several sources of revenue, bro? Your uh, investments are the way to go. Like you, you see that? Like you're investing in the horse trade. Like, bro. What if you also invested in like? Trafficking. Have you heard about Cardano? <laughs> what would they have back then? They'd be like the wig maker. Like, oh yes, I invested four hundred shillings into him. <laughs> Cardano was a mighty fine stallion back in the day when we did the horse racing. <laughs> no, that we would we'd for real take over. So, yeah, think about that, people. Uh, less than a hundred years ago, people were taking out brain matter and thinking that they can cure homosexuality. I mean, up until like not that long ago, they thought they could shock it out of you. It's crazy. We had our former vice president used to be for that, like electroshock therapy for gays. 
I guess like when you take things so far, like I America, I, I America's like grown to. up a lot. We have, but I also feel like when you get that crate, like like you get that crate, you have to just keep going. Like this this guy doing the lobotomies, he's like, I'm the greatest. Why wouldn't I be? <laughs> and at home, he's probably like, they're gonna catch on any minute now. Yeah, they're gonna know. He definitely had like a witness protection program type thing. When no. did the witness protection program start? I, that I do not That's, know. That would be a good episode. There was like a TikTok where it was like, if you see this car driving in Florida, that's witness protection program. Interesting. But like like they were trying to say like for a new new like person, like, oh, this person just went into witness protection. Oh, like if there was like new plates on the car? No, no, no. Like, like they were like, oh, so-and-so just went into witness protection program and they live in Florida. And they might be driving this car. Damn. That's that's not what witness protection <laughs> program is to me. All right, let's wrap up this uh, this whole lobotomy thing because I this is like barely scratching the surface of the prefrontal cortex, if you know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> so uh, in summary, lobotomies were characterized by invasive procedures, unpredictable outcomes, severe cognitive and emotional impairments, and ethical violations. The pr- uh, practice highlighted the importance of ethical medical practices, informed consent, and the need for rigorous scientific evidence to support medical interventions. George, how would you feel if, like, you went in and you were like, yeah, I'm kind of depressed, and they're like, we have this great thing, like, and then you just wake up and you're like... If I had the opportunity to recoup myself, I would probably... slap the shit out of like what do you think it is like the parents recommending it like or do you think people were just willingly going in there like i i don't know there were people that were just like on like without consent getting lobotomies yeah no they're like this is gonna fix you say i imagine like when they put out your eyeball it's like (laughs) tell me this doesn't ever cross your mind and this is a really bizarre thing like how that that whole uh, cycle from that person telling you this is going to fix you to you being on the procedure table to it happening to you is only like what? It could be like five to ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and if it you look at five to ten minutes in the scope of your entire life up until that moment, you know, that's the part that really like fucks with my head because I'm like, where did... At what part did it start to go wrong? Like, oh, it was wrong from the beginning. That was the thing. Oh, so going back to that, st- I just remembered that story about the when he killed the girl, and he like was getting the the stuff out. He told the guy right there, he's like, "It's gonna be five grand if you want me to save her right now." That's nuts. And he paid it. He pay on top of paying like five grand to do the lobotomy procedure. Anyways, this guy was making stupid money. That's insane. And I think he might have gotten a Nobel Prize for it for lobotomies. We I, the only thing I would wonder is that he probably had really detailed research done on the brain based on what he was given somewhere, uh, and they probably mm, no no no. But like it's stuff that got proven completely false once modern science like came around. But to me, he was a scientist. He was he was, was a psychologist. Conduct- psychologist. Uh, to me, I can be a a person that collects data. Based on observation, like when you're doing your show right now, you're we're collecting data. So I'm a scientist now. I, to me, if you're taking, I'm an analytical we, scientist. Correct, correct. 
Gotcha, because I do run reports and I do. He's a psychological scientist. I tell I tell sponsors that tell me I'm a brand risk. My numbers and yeah, why not? By the way, if you haven't heard us do a sponsor except for Spotify for podcasters, it's because we're apparently a brand risk. Scary. Wonder why. Hmm. But you can support us by being a member on YouTube, though. So, kind of offsets the whole no sponsorship thing. You gotta love it. Gotta love it. But. Yeah, so that was that was the bare surface of lobotomies. I wanted to talk about it because I recently started learning about him again, and I was like, this is so fascinating. And I know a lot of people on here probably find this increasingly fascinating. I know George was over here like, I want to hear about lobotomies. I told him this morning, I was like, George, we're talking about lobotomies. And he was like, all right, nice. <laughs> nice. But um, anything – any so like – you knew about lobotomies because of American Horror Story. Correct. Did you really hear about him beforehand, or? Um, I've he- I heard the word before I watched the show, but then when I watched the show, I was like, "Oh, I get this." But I mean, it was just like one of those things that I've stated. It, it doesn't make sense to me as something that should have been should have continued for as long as it did. Um, but then again, people who had really you know, fucked up brains and their their chemicals weren't aligned properly and, you know, call them special needs or whatever. Back then they were, you know, retards. And <laughs> don't chuckle. Why do you chuckle? Because you just said it out le- like No, but I'm using it in a scientific term. Right here's now. the thing is like people call us out, you and I and John, what for like that crime scene episode for laughing and it's like, no, that's just how we handle information. Yeah. Like no, that's, we, you, like we just said, you and I are humorous individuals. Like correct. we laugh at everything. Like George could come in and be like, "Yeah, so I got fired." I'm like, "Damn, damn, that's tough, son. That's tough." Um, and I would joke about it because that makes me feel better. Yeah, no, and that's so. But I'm, I'm go. I was going scientific with it, okay, and they just so, didn't know what to do with them. They were in insane asylums. Those people had no hope until we started. You know, in. Oh, so this guy into... also worked like in a sane asylums, and he was like, "They're a nuisance. This is how I'm gonna fix it." <laughs> Bottomize them. Yeah, I mean, but... it's, uh, it was like the thing where, like, if you have a schizophrenic patient who's screaming and agitated all the time, now they're just chill. It's kind of like, huh? What was work? the doctor's name that we've been talking about? Uh, it was because I'm pretty sure that's what American Horror Story was. It might have been about him. Uh, it was uh, Walter Freeman. Mm, I'd have to do. They probably didn't use his real name. They're probably like Freeman Walton. Yep, can't give them any credit. No, but you know who I can give credit to is George and Gridiron Jokies. George, tell them what you got going on coming up here at the end of the month. Yeah, so we got a fantasy football draft live. It's always a fun time being able to draft uh, in the studio. We are going to have possibly both studios up and running, testing out some new concepts here because that's what we're doing. We're testing out new shit. I'm also going to be going on the road to be watching last year's Heisman Trophy winner Caleb Williams play my brother. Week zero, technically, of the college football season. But for those of you who don't, like football at all but you think i'm funny on this show i translate that into gridiron junkie so you don't got to worry about that make sure you give it a follow thank you for my 60 seconds i'll venmo you for my time <laughs> i i reserve my my time for for mr george <laughs> <laughs> well thank you everybody for watching we have a new facebook group now so i implore you to join that i will have the link for that down below 
please check out our YouTube. Please consider becoming a member on YouTube. It helps the channel tremendously. It allows George and I to continue to do what we do. It allows us financial freedom. Uh, as I said, we're kind of a brand risk for sponsors. I don't know why. Um, we don't really do anything outlandish or crazy. Like, I feel like we're tame compared to some shows that have, like, hella sponsors. But, hey, it is what it is. I'm going to keep cutting content because I know you guys enjoy it and I enjoy it. And that's the most important part. So check out all the links down below in the description. And until next time, stay bizarre. Thank <laughs> you.